0: Greetings and welcome to On Frame, conversations about visual art in Saskatoon. We try to encourage a critical approach and understanding art practices in town. I am Alejandro, your host for tonight. You are listening to CFCR 90.5 FM in Saskatoon and streaming around the world on cfcr.ca. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our guest for tonight is Paul Constable. He was born in Comox, B.C. He's a graduate of the Alberta College of Art and Design. He's also a member of the Prairie Sculptures Association and member of the Raymay Art Gallery and the Chapel Gallery in North Butterford, board member of Carfax from 2013 to present and passport member of the Saskatchewan Craft Council. Paul is also a painter, printmaker and a multidisciplinary artist that works in a variety of mediums including watercolor, acrylic, oil, woodcut, linocut and monotype. Some of his work is also based on recycled material for his sculptures and installation. In 1997, he initiated an exhibition in response to all the work refused by the Mendel art opening in 97. He also, in 96, he used a senior level art competition at the Prairie Land Exhibition. He also have worked as a graphic designer for over 33 years. And Paul is the owner, director, and creator of Artists in Canada website. Good evening, Paul. How are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing great, Alejandro. Thank, Thank you for coming.
0: Oh, you're welcome a variety of things in in your bio and your resume how did you come to saskatchewan and what brought you here
1: oh like a lot of us uh, it was a job i started with federated co-op working in their uh, communications department that's where i started and in my industry of graphic design and then moved on into owning my own business as i raised my family i realized i need a bit more time so i moved on and started working with an ad agency uh, in here in South.
0: How did you get involved with the artist community?
1: Well, I've always, I was kind of minored in painting, a little bit of printmaking when I was in college. I've always I've always wanted that. I, I I went to life drawing sessions at university for years and just stayed involved with people and artists. And I always figured that that would be my, that's where I was going to go after my graphic design career. I'd be doing my art and in my studio and just kind of hanging out.
0: <laughs> I, I was uh, reading in your bio about uh, that exhibition that you initiated in 1997 of refused work from a Mendel opening in that same year.
1: In those years, um, the Mendel Art Gallery and the McKenzie Art Gallery in Regina, they would alternate and have a Saskatchewan open a call for entries. And they would alternate each year. And the Mendel had the last Showing they're, they're not going to do it anymore. The cost factor, the volunteers, I guess. And, and I had gone into the, I had entered work along with a lot of other artists. And in those days, they, you know, the curator comes in, um, works with the director there, and then they had a, a guest curator come in and they juried the show how they felt that it should be. A lot of art was refused. And I, I just thought, well, this is, this is wrong. There's just too much art going back out the front door. So quickly, I got a photocopier together. And in those days, that's all you had is a photocopier. And give a graphic designer a photocopier, you're in trouble. So what I did is I, we just had a quick entry form. And as they were coming out the door, we got them to bring their art. And we booked the church. I think it was uh, St. John's Church across the street. They're just down the Spadina, and we had our Refuse Show in the basement of the church, and we opened an hour before the Mendel opened, and uh, it was a fun time. Um, The the directors from the Mendel were, they said they were kind of worried, but they came over and they bought t-shirts and they signed our book, and it was, uh, they were, we actually generated a lot of traffic for, between the two. People actually walked between the Mendel and the church over the Saturday as well, and and uh, the people got to choose the art that they liked in the basement of the church and it really it, i think it it gave them a perspective of how difficult it is to find a piece of art that is the best right what should uh, be chosen as the best so it was a good learning a good learning process and anyway.
0: um, did you remember any of the names of your art colleague artists that were in that exhibition
1: oh my goodness um some have come come and gone, there's James Corpin. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember. There was there was twenty or thirty of us, I would mm. think. Okay. I think there there is a photo around of it somewhere in yes. my studio.
0: I think I saw something about that. You also has been involved in in the creation of a website that is called Artists in Canada and and it does a lot for the artist community. I would like you to explain what it does and how you create it. And
1: well this uh, <coughs> this started with my brother and myself about nineteen ninety nine, early days of the, of websites. And I was I was wanting to get my own personal website that time and then we thought well my brother was a programmer and he was out of um, out of work so he we said well why don't we just build our own big uh, database so we started and then in the fall of 2000 um, we opened it up and it went we went live and the concept is it's artists in Canada is a um, it's an art resource for artists art galleries and art resources. And what we do is we connect artists. It's, it's it's just a big melting pot, I guess I would say, of artists. And it's free to enter your website. and there's Nobody hassles you other than I don't hassle you. And it's free to use, free to list. You, there's a free notice board. Just go on it and use it. It's in a bit of a time delay. Everything has to be approved now. that We had years of spamming and all the issues that we used to have, but we've had to Tighten up the security aspects of it. Yeah, and we we help promote artists. It has done a lot for a lot of artists. And uh, yes, you can sell paintings on there, or sculpture, or. But I know a lot of art galleries use that site um, to find artists. People are emailing me daily. I I refer them to artists all the time. So the artist with where there's photos on the thing on the site, those artists are actual paid members. So you pay to have a little bit of a hierarchy, but. But generally, there's a year. if you're in the system, they can find you.
0: How many viewers do you generate in a year?
1: Oh, in a year. Uh, let's just even talk a month. We do about 3 million page views a month, and that's about 200,000 viewers a month. Oh, um, that's a lot. It's it's growing quite a bit. Uh, I remember the early days, we were happy when we had 100. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's already 15 years. It's
1: been 15 years. I can't believe it. Uh, a lot of websites have never been around that long, and we continue to grow. Uh, We just actually uh, opened an art gallery in uh, Vancouver here about a month ago. It's called the Cornerstone Art Gallery, and we partnered with a community college. And the community college uh, manages the space, and we manage the artists and the shows, and they have uh, four group shows a year. That's what we've planned, and let me tell you, there's no place you'll ever get in a, in a gallery situation, they have three months on a wall. Everything is, you know, a week or ten days. You'll be lucky to be on a wall in a commercial gallery.
0: And how does uh, they select the artists for that gallery space?
1: We're still going through the learning processes on this a little bit, but um, they'll have to be a member to start with. That's the And then we'll have a number of call for entries. And I think that's how we'll start. In the jury process, um, we'll have to set that up. The exhibition is on right now. We have three Vancouver. We had, we opened with three Vancouver artists just for the logistics of it. Just made sense rather than the shipping and the handling. Uh, just to have lo- three local members. It it's going to be a it'll, it'll be a good show.
0: You also it's been working with a with a grant of Creative Saskatchewan. How did that come upon?
1: Well, that took about two years to get that grant. The grant the grant was used for us to help. I guess put our feet on the ground to move from a dot-com site to an actual art site and it enabled us to go to Vancouver uh, to art Vancouver and in May and have a display and paid for you know help helped us I mean they only pay for 50% but it helps us to get um, our name out there Uh, get exposed to other artists. Our art gallery that we have today in Vancouver found us because of the catalog that we produced. A number of artists have sold pieces of work because of the show. So we represented 25 artists when we were at that show, just on a monitor situation.
0: How did you select the artist?
1: The the artists actually um, online were submitted. They become members, they're a premium member, and they're juried, and mostly by myself, as to the quality of their work before um, we do anything with them, yeah.
0: You also sponsored uh, an art competition at the Canadian National Exhibition. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Well, this one came about after we came back from Vancouver, and I don't know, I think this person who owns a commercial gallery in Vancouver, or in Toronto, gave us this opportunity to help her sponsor I guess it's a venue. It's an 18-day venue at the CNE, which is just completely bizarre. But you have a high-end bunch of art from an art competition. That's what we did. We we put on an art competition, and the high-end art was situated um, right next to the veggie slicer and the candy floss machine, <laughs> and you could hear the the rides in the background. And uh, some didn't like it, and some artists didn't mind, but. I think we need to change how people see art. Good art is good anywhere. It, it, it stands out. And uh, it doesn't belittle you to be next to something else that is not like you. It, it was 1.5 million people go through there. You can't discount that. That's a lot of people. And I, I just said, I put caution to the wind, and I said, you know, we're going to be part of this. So we, get, we have to expose Canadian artists to that. And I think we'll continue again in that relationship uh, for next year. Um,
0: there's also a competition there for painting and sculpture, and I believe uh, some of your members uh, got some of the prizes there. Did, can you share the names of them?
1: Um, there's a Jamie McLean actually took the top prize uh, for painting from Toronto. Um, Blake Ward, um, fantastic bronze sculptor uh, from Edmonton. Um, he took a second prize, and I wouldn't say first and second. I mean, that's people's choices. Um, his, his sculpture is just amazing. Um, you can see his work actually at the Rouge Gallery in Saskatoon. Uh, beautiful stuff.
0: What, uh, what what did you learn about uh, all these different uh businesses that are going, the art gallery in Vancouver, the traveling export grant, the CN exhibition. Uh, What are the challenges of transforming a gallery that is online to a physical gallery and just what are the challenges on that process?
1: I wish I had two or three of myself, there's just not enough hours in the day. I had more time to myself working full-time as a graphic designer than I have right now um, I have a full-time or not a well part-time IT guy that helps me build my site, and we have some other people that help me do some things here and there on a contract basis. But uh, but generally, I manage most of this myself during the day, so I don't get a lot of my own painting or sculpture done. Um, it's kind of I'm hoping this winter I'll be able to do a little bit. But the we we produce a fairly big catalog for the May show in Vancouver, so it will absorb me quite a bit again um, in the coming things through the winter. And uh, it is a very challenging thing because you're you're dealing with different kinds of situations. Like I'm managing a gallery with um, Skype, for instance. Um, A lot of these people have knowledge about managing their school and staff but the gallery is a whole other entity by itself. So we had to, we brought in um, a contract for artists, you know, based on Carfac. And uh, we instituted that so that they had some guidelines and we had to bring in insurance for the, the work while it's on site. And I'm sure there'll be lots of challenges between shipping and receiving and the lost piece of art or something gets damaged and I'm sure there will be issues down the road over the years that just...
0: Do you insure the work or the artist insure the work? What is that relationship? How is that relationship?
1: Um, the work is the responsibility of the artist till he gets to the door. Once the work is hung on the wall or is within the, within the gallery, then it's the gallery's responsibility for the artwork. That's the insurance of that. Uh, that's how that insurance is covered. So the building insurance is separate. Art insurance is a separate insurance,
0: and it's responsibility of the artist. No, it's the responsibility of the gallery when the art is in in location in the gallery. But prior and after is not, or is it? No,
1: it, it's up to the responsibility of the artist for shipping and receiving of the art. Okay, uh, like he normally would not be.
0: You know. Because most galleries uh, don't don't support. I was talking to some artists at. Uh, at At one, they had an exhibition in different locations and the art got wrecked and and there were some damages that happened and most galleries don't pay for the shipping of the work. And that creates (coughs) a challenge too because it's an extra cost.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know about that, about the shipping cost. uh, I don't know about the, the actual policy that they have got covered. I know the policy covers the art while it's within the gallery or if it gets damaged in the gallery. If uh, the courier damages the art, it's a responsibility of the courier's insurance at that point.
0: Okay, so as a business person, as an artist, how do you manage your time to create your work? You said that there were some challenges uh, in in that the website is consuming you a lot of time uh, and you would like to have more time to paint. Uh, How do you manage your time to create some work because you also... Uh, have some exhibitions and some planned exhibitions for upcoming exhibitions, so how do you manage? Is it all work that, that you put together, or is it a new work constantly that you're working on?
1: Um, I have a core sh- well, I have one core show that is sort of traveling um, I do add pieces to the show, um, and that, and I'll take some pieces out, so the, uh, I've got a show coming, I guess in July in Humboldt which is their new gallery but the core show will be there and I'll probably add a few more pieces over the winter so I don't I don't have a block of three weeks or a month solid where I can work on things anymore I I need um, yeah it's just it it just takes a certain amount of time I'll do a small body of work or I'll add a small piece of an installation for one section and then I'll remove some of the other things from it. it just depends on how I want uh, the vision of that show to change or move and it's it's always growing and changing uh, relative to the demographic or wherever I'm going to be.
0: What are the, the projects that you're working on for on your painting?
1: Um, <laughs> it's a fairly aggressive show um, based on uh, um, a lot of the wildlife damage on the highways that we've seen. So the strange things inspire different things. So I have a lot of Uh, for lack of words it's carcasses in the landscape kind of a situation so they become somewhat surreal and in a vision of um, a social responsibility to our wildlife that we live next to so you know we built double-lane highways going to Regina well you get twice the chance of damaging wildlife and there's like 14,000 deer a year killed in this province. So that kind of bothered me. My trip to Regina, I'd see five or six every time I went down there. So I thought, well, we'll just slowly just try to do a few things. And I, I kind of build ravens out of tires and carcasses out of car parts. So there's a, quite a collective show when you put it all together. That's pretty much it. I mean, it's no different than Picasso, you know, and Guernica or um, some of the major, you know, other artists that have worked that were disturbed by certain things. They create a body of work based on and a lot of times it gets lost as to where it started. Like what started that idea? I know where my idea started, but and it's changing all the time as I move along.
0: And going back to to your website, uh, I would like to Give an opportunity to other artists or people that are listening to the radio. How do they contact, get a hold of you, or the or the website?
1: Um, I'm in the phone book. I just <laughs> local people, but I think it's it's just as easy to go to artistsincanada.com. Uh, we have a contact information there. You can add your website. You can use the website. It, it's quite functional and uh, fairly straightforward navigationally this what is unique about the site is um much like kijiji we we have um a specific page for every major city so saskatoon has a home page as does montreal or toronto or vancouver so people in that city would get that home page so what it does for the artist is you don't have to compete with the toronto artist for being visible you only compete with the Saskatchewan or Saskatoon artists. And then there's a national listing as well, but at least you can be found locally.
0: Uh, which one would be the, the province with the m- more artists listed in your website?
1: Um, definitely Ontario, um, BC. Um, those are probably the biggest we've got. Painting is probably one of the most popular. There is some sculpture as well.
0: So it's mostly painting and sculpture or do you have printmakers uh, oh, exp- lots there's probably
1: and photography as well Yes there's 25 or 30 disciplines
0: and are, do, is the website divided in each one of the disciplines or just by by last name or names
1: You can search by discipline you can search by name no it's got its own little search engine so you can if you're looking for an article or something For instance, if you were to type my name in there, up will come the things that I've written for years. Like it all just shows up. You can just scroll and choose what you want. Or if another article by another artist is in there, their name will come up, their website, then the articles that they're associated, wherever their name is mentioned, will show up in in that search as well. The nice thing about Artists in Canada is, as we list your sites on our database, Google comes back and indexes all those pages. So even if you're just, it, it makes it so that you can be found and it indexes your site. Even you don't have to do any work. we we'll basically, we do all the work for you. Maybe make it so that your site can be found. Google knows you're there. We, uh, we do host websites as well. Uh, we host with a template. So if you don't want to build your own website, we can, you just use the template and you're up and running in a few minutes. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Um, We have a, uh, I guess it's called a subdomain, which uh, basically you would use our artistincanada.com slash your name. So it's not really a, it's a URL, but you don't have to pay for it. Uh, It works the same as a website. You can put it on a business card. It's economical. You can control everything on your website that you have through us. And you can post pictures and post articles, things that are happening. Post your links, your email, phone numbers, whatever you want. Uh, just just a regular website.
0: Did you find that the website is growing every day?
1: Every day, yeah. It's, um, it kind of goes exponentially. It'll it'll sit there for a while, and all of a sudden it jumps. And I think that's part of Google indexing how they do things. I mean, we've been creeping. We do three million pages a month. You don't just get there overnight. So you're slowly growing over fifteen years. The growth will be probably even greater in the next five years. I would think, uh, there's a, there's a demand and a need for what we have. It's, it's great for artists to be able to manage their own marketing. They can, they can actually show what they want to show, talk to other artists, find a directory of people that do like things. Like if you want to look for another sculptor in your city to have coffee with or whatever. We offer Facebook and Twitter links, all the social media is there as well, so you have access to those to contact people. It does get indexed daily by Google, so if it's incredible to use, I couldn't believe it, you just type in the headline and up comes that article <laughs> in Google. So it's a very valuable uh, tool for artists that are having shows, or there's a number of categories within the, uh, you know, looking for a job, have a job selling something, buying something, um, so it's, it's it's a good posting board.
0: So if anybody wants to post something on, on artistincanada.com, do they contact you or can they do it directly?
1: No, they just do it directly. It's right on the left-hand side under our logo, which just says post. You click on post and you type away and enter your stuff and I will review it or have somebody will review it within probably a d- 12 hours. And then it'll be live, and you can choose the stop and start dates, so you have uh, you have control over, the, over that part.
0: Do you have anything else that you would like to to share with audience here tonight?
1: Um, no, I just encourage them to come and try it out. If you're an artist, try it out, uh, enter something on. If you're uh, if you're looking for artwork, we have nothing to do with it. We don't take a commission on any of this this work at all. It's directly with the artist. So you just basically just go on and try it out.
0: Well, thank you very much, Paul, for your insights, your information and and be the creator of this uh, exciting website that has been running in in the province and nationally for 15 years. Yeah, thank you very much. Have a good evening. Have a great evening. Thank you for listening to On Frame on CFCR 90.5 FM or streaming around the world on cfcr.ca. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. This is your host, Alejandro And have a good evening.